1: Be a part of Going In Raw today at Patreon.com
2: forward slash Steven Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle
0: Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? It's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Fosters. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that?
2: This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in Smackdown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw.
1: Hey, guys. This- Charlotte, and you're watching Going
0: In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, This is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw.
3: This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in Raw. Hey, Rendo's Steve here. And Larson. And
2: welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the notify bell right yeah. next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications new,
3: new, so that
2: you can have your voice heard in the community tab whenever we post new notifications polls there Uh, we're also available like I said wherever fine audio podcasts can be uh, heard Uh, if you're using one of those uh, podcast apps doesn't matter which one be sure to leave us a rating review or a comment and hit subscribe next to going in raw that also helps boost the exposure of the show we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson we've had three new patrons join the family Philip Prochaska KJ Turner and Mark O'Shea uh, welcome to the Going In Raw Patreon family. Welcome, thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a really great way to help support Going In Raw. You would be absolutely stunned at just how far $1 a month oh, it goes, goes. far. Just yesterday, I posted uh, for $1 and up patrons uh, a link to the Discord group, which is a fantastic wrestling community of mutant mm-hmm. underground dwellers, which I am currently uh, intercontinental ruler over. I am the intercontinental champion. Yeah. That'll
3: probably change soon,
2: and uh, I plan to remain intercontinental champion. Now it's a great eh. group, uh, and uh, it's got a great group of mods over there. And I sort of try to keep half an eye on the Discord group. Um, Why only half? Why not a full? Uh, Flame Spitter here said, uh, "Have we uh, had to use the botch uh, prompt? <laughs> I don't know what it's called when they do the the, the little thing. It it brings up a thing." Oh, I don't know how Discord works. It's, it's like a command. I think it's a command. It's a command. Oh, all right. And then it brings up a thing. Oh. And it said, uh, Flamespitter here said, have we seen the botch in a while? And Cody Miles said, it's been two days. They've had a good week so New far. New record. Exactly.
3: We're finally learning how to do this stuff, I
2: guess. Uh, Cody Miles asked uh, in the Discord, any update on the Wrestling Podcast Awards? We really pushed it hard in here for you guys. Thank you very much for that. I feel self-conscious about pushing ourselves.
3: Yeah. I'll push like you know uh, we
2: retweeted the thing
3: yeah and like we'll push the idea of it mm-hmm. we'll sure. push you know shows that, that that we support yeah but I don't feel I don't feel like lobbying to get a podcast award mm. <laughs> I mean if we win great I'm not good when gonna, they like, went tie it it's just it's just I just feel weird lobbying
2: when a bunch of people when a bunch yeah we need a publicist when when a bunch of people sort of were retweeting us in response to the call for nominees. Oh, that, was, that was great. I was very grateful, yes, very happy about exactly. that. Exactly. But when the nominees came out, it's like, okay, time to vote people. Not really a campaigner. No. <laughs> nor am I. I'm not a campaign. Hey, look, there's a thing called the Wrestling Podcast Awards. Uh, if you want to vote for us in any of the number of categories we're nominated in, have at. Yeah, there's also a lot of other really good podcasts out there that 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 You know what? Now vote vote for the married marks. Yeah, I like them. They're good. Yeah, they're great because they're great people. Yes, they are. Um, I don't know if if the local if three count podcast was nominated or not. They're they're uh, our local friendos Mm -hmm. uh, and they do a terrific wrestling podcast. I think their their primary distribution and outlet is SoundCloud. Gotcha. A lot of kids these days. Or on the SoundCloud, SoundCloud bios, yes. Check out Three Count podcast. Also busted wide open. Some other yes. friends of ours. Yeah, exactly. Down in Southern California. Vote for yeah. them. Yeah, we're yeah. fine. Yeah, we're doing vote good. We're fine. Dude, go go. Married Marks Three Count busted wide open. Go vote for them. Yes, we don't need that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's really cool. Uh, yeah. So Alex C here says, anywhere else, have a bunch of great mods. Well, the friend on Facebook, and then, Alex C., you're supposed to be doing moderation in live. Why is he stretching himself thin by being in multiple platforms much. at he's, once? He's too it's much. take away his Blue Wrench. I'm joking, I'm not gonna do that. Don't do that. Um, oh, Married Marx is here, so thanks, guys. Yeah, I hope you win. Yes. Y'all need to go, go vote for them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, where was I? What? I was plugging so- oh, you know what award show I'm actually really excited about, Larson? The Friend Awards. I was just oh, thinking yeah. about that today. Yeah. Right after, so Survivor Series is the last, like, big show, mm-hmm. basically. Well, not the same thing I'm thinking of, but um, that's the big, next big wrestling show. That's
3: the last of the huge four or five pay per views for the year. Yes.
2: Yeah, pretty much. So at that point, I think we're going to cut off and we're going to, we, we have to, like, send out the votes. I want to get the votes in, like, as soon as possible so we can send awards out to people. Yeah. I want to send awards out to people, yeah, damn fun. it. That'd be fun. You know, and see if we can get some videos back. That'd be fun from people to accept their awards. Best going in raw interview. <laughs> there you go. See? There you go. Perfect. Who have we who have who we interviewed? Well, you did all the interviews this year, I believe. I didn't go to the trip. We didn't do any like early in the year? Really? I don't believe so. We didn't interview anybody at all in. Man. Time goes by so quick. Yeah, we didn't. We had like an entire. We had, and they were just sitting there doing nothing. I know. We
3: easily could have interviewed Best Friends, Scarlet
2: Bordeaux,
3: <laughs> yeah. probably Joey Janella, Punishment Martinez, Punishment Martinez. Especially on Sunday when it was really quiet.
2: Yeah. Anybody there? We could have uh, Stone Cold D T. You know, <laughs> you know, I guarantee would do an acceptance award for best interview if we just St- interviewed Stone Cold D T. Well, yeah, him. But Adam Mayhem, we should interview him. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, best H champ. 2018 (laughs) exactly so the friendo awards the friendo awards that's coming up i think we're gonna do last year we like accidentally we did uh on survey monkey i think we could do polls we can do polls on uh on patreon though and we'll just open up to everybody we'll just do like yeah why can't we do a community tab oh that's a good idea Ooh, what a great idea look at you brains brains we could do both yeah open on the patreon well community tab
1: and we I just mean, it's do not math. a huge issue.
2: We do math. What, 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 what? Same people could vote twice if we do it that way. I think they could do that technically on YouTube. Oh, they can? Also. Well, all they have to do is make another Gmail account. Yeah, I know. Like I can vote on Friendoville and... Yeah, so. but, you know, people, we don't want to keep people from stuffing the ballot. On Patreon? Could you just sit there and jam? No,
3: no, no. I mean, well, people vote once on YouTube, once on Patreon. Oh, good
2: point. Oh, good point. Okay, never mind then. One place, one place. One place. Community tab, that's great. Yes. Community tab's great. Anyways, my goodness gracious. We have a lot to go, uh, go through. Yeah, we had, we had four hours of wrestling we had to watch. <laughs> what is with that, man? And here's the thing. if I'll say this. If they're insisting that we watch two hours of, of one of the, the lower-level shows um, on the network, I'm very happy it's NXT UK, which is actually, dude, I'll be honest with you, might be replacing. It changes all the time. It's You know why? Because of Zach freaking Gibson. <laughs> Zach Gibson, is, is, is it's he's making NXT UK like maybe my favorite thing. Wow. They piped in the most generic booze because the crowd was chanting "shut the f up." And so, as soon as they did that, you can see the crowd. Like at first, I was like, "What? Why did the booze all of a sudden turn to very generic?" And he was talking, and you hear just a regular. It was like it was like three guys in a booth going "boo, boo, boo." And then you look at the crowd, and they're either not doing something, but then you notice a groundswell of people saying "shut the f up," and you just obviously read it on their lips. Yeah, well, yeah. It's clear as day. Yeah, it's not like they're out of focus or something. And I was like, "This is brilliant." They just they troll the crap out of Zach Gibson. Oh, it's the yeah. Best thing. It's my favorite thing. Of course. Right now.
3: If you hate Gibson, take your shoes off.
2: And I found out the, uh, the insider, Wayne Maker. Uh, of course uh, Our, uh, A native Our a, a, United yeah.
3: Kingdom Wrestling Insider
2: Exactly Wayne he Maker was, He was uh, giving me Some education On various chants Because I was like "There was another chant During uh, the Wolfgang And Coffees Faction thing uh-huh. uh, Where they were saying um, Oh What are you saying Oh yeah yeah The promo yeah And I thought it was Because their back Was to the audience Wayne Maker said No it's because They're Scottish And like The joke is you're Scottish, different accent. I can't understand what you're saying, even though clearly you can understand what they're saying, which is hilarious, hilarious. But also, I was like, if you do that here in the United States, if like a, color, a couple of Californians did that to like some Southern dudes, that'd probably be like a bit on the uh, offensive side. I could be, I could be wrong about that. Oh man, we're having stream issues. Right yeah, there. we are having stream issues. Oh dear. Well,
3: I know they're doing some work up the
2: road. Yeah, I know. I wonder if it was a good idea to even stream today. But who knows. Well, it's supposed to be an upgrade. It's supposed to be upgrading our, our <laughs> service. It's supposed to be. Well, an you know, upgrade. it's
3: uh, two uh, one step back, two mm. steps forward. Hopefully.
2: Yeah. Oh man, somebody here in chat said it completely right. He said, "Well, there goes the streak."
3: Well, that's not a botch. If it's out of our hands.
2: I think we're. I think we're back live. I think yes, we're back. I live. I think we are too. So, anyways, we are. Uh, so, the, the people who missed what we just said, um, Comcast. So, this isn't a problem with us, but Comcast. They did indicate that today, but it was supposed to be in the morning. Was going to be today, doing, tomorrow. Yeah. They're going to be doing some like serious upgrades to possibly give us fiber. And it looks like there's between fifteen and twelve. There's trucks a ton of trucks out there just up the road. And early when I came in, like the internet was kind of down, and then like I fired up a stream and it was fine. And so I was like, "Ah, we should be fine today." Maybe not. It so streams offline, shoes off.
3: It's <laughs> good. Let's get these super chats uh, here. At Red questions answered. And they'll move on to a recap before hours yeah we time. never want to say out of the way
2: because like these people are supporting us. Exactly. Joe Juarez says, "Hey guys, hope you're doing well." Uh, Nurgle, bless you. Don't know what that means. We're I do know what Nurgle. Doing fine. Is. Doing fine. Josh Little. Uh, Candace is acting like Nikki made Johnny attack Alistair Black. Can yeah, dude. It, it it Candace. It didn't take much for her to go into kind of a kind of a dick. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's kind of a jerk now. Thing,
3: she said. Well, I'm trying to keep all this all separate from what's going on in the ring, but then she just went right just. Head first, right into Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Dwyer, Elias reminds me of Macho Man. Adam Cole reminds me of Shawn Michaels, Name a current superstar whose look or attitude remind you of a former superstar. Uh, Zach Gibson, Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Uh, Wait, what? I said Zach Gibson, Stone Cold Steve Austin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, How about this? Eddie Dennis, Giant Gonzalez. (laughs) Why did they bring, why is Eddie Dennis the tallest man in the UK? Oh my God, he's so tall, but he's only he's the, he's the same height as Drew McIntyre. But apparently, everybody in NXT UK is like five feet tall. Seems like it. What is going on with that? Ao Worm says we are here. I think they are uh, referencing a faction for two K nineteen for two K nineteen. I saw the Ao
3: Worm. Um tweeted us a video good time to remind
2: you guys w steve w fun wrestling is coming back mm-hmm. the deadline for the draft is november 15th a week from today a week from today get your entries in get on the p it's only going to be on ps4 sorry xbox people ps4 community creations hashtag going in raw one word and if you're interested specifically in one of the brands either w steve w or fun wrestling be sure to also use the hashtag Either fun w one word or w s w, and uh, and we'll give yours extra consideration, yes. or we'll just use those as opportunities. This, here's one thing to keep in mind too. I want to remind people of this because I had like a couple people la- uh, two years ago uh, bring this up. Mm-hmm. Especially with me, I will change the shit out oh, of your you character. Will. You will. That's why I'm not really huge into accepting factions because I make my own factions. Your character could end up being some dude who runs around in diapers crapping themselves. Yeah, it's a
3: really strong possibility.
2: Um, Hannibal Hansen ended up being the leader of a cult. If you're not open to having your character completely dicked with, do not upload them. Don't do it.
3: Or hashtag them fun, fun W.
2: But you still run the risk. Oh, you
3: definitely run the risk. I'm, uh, but I'm more inclined to, to, to pe- people put a lot of time in their in their creation. To sure, yeah, to yeah. And I, and I, I feel like, that 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 I should give those characters as designed a fair shot.
2: I I prefer
3: to. And then I have if I want to to create my own characters for the sake of storylines, I will do so. Yeah, that's just my attitude. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but you 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 put the you put that out there. There's a caveat associated with being drafted to Team W Steve W. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to accept that risk, then by all means, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hashtag it WSW. If not, if 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 you're 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 really into your creation think it looks awesome is yeah. super awesome
2: yeah but also know that i might steal it i might look more at the people with fun w mm-hmm. just to spite them in that i might do the same i'm
3: terrible just to stick it to you yeah. carl the swifty thoughts on the takeover theme songs you know i can't get past the the the, the, the change of the graphics they're not good they're like completely uninspired they really they're are. not good <laughs> They really are it's a huge step
2: back from what they used to do it is man because what they used to do was great yeah uh i mean it might be uh you know sort of a sign as to why they shouldn't go to more takeovers if they're just gonna get lazy with their graphics i know if they're not gonna doll them up i mean
3: if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah man and the graphics they were using i guess maybe they just thought well we've been those using those look these. too cool they've been using these for a long time let's mix it up
2: those look way too cool I need you to make them look glamour. I know. Well, done. So, what are we talking about first? 205 Live? Yeah,
3: 205 Live. Show kicked off with Drake Maverick doing his uh, usual hype video for the episode in which he announced that Mustafa Ali will be taking on Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight title at Survivor Series. It's very exciting. Uh, Cruiserweights don't generally get title matches on most pay-per-views, but I'm happy for the big four or five, they get a match on the the card. Probably pre-show. Yeah, probably kickoff. But this match will be great.
2: I'm not so sure Mustafa Ali not gonna win this thing. I'm not either
3: because I feel like they're gonna set up for Mustafa and Cedric again at Mania.
2: I think that might be the case. Buddy Murphy might be just a heel transitional champion. Sort of a thank you and well done for your hard work getting from where you were to where you are now. Yes, But we had such a long reign with Cedric that might justify a a fairly quick transitional champion. Mm -hmm. Um, And also what they're doing with Buddy doesn't seem to be a hell of a lot. He sort of, I mean, I know that it was kind of the same thing a little bit with Cedric during times when they would just try to figure out who's going to be the next guy for Cedric. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Cedric was sort of a foundation. He was a rock. You knew he was going to be there. Yeah, Buddy, I don't know. It seems like everybody's a bit, and here's the thing. Buddy Murphy in the ring. Whoa. Yeah. Fantastic. Match, uh, One of the best. His
3: Live against Mark uh, Mark Andrews is Oh, great. man.
2: Fantastic. Um, so it's not that. It's just you sort of see where the pieces are falling into place, and I'm not sure that Buddy Murphy has a piece to fall into place. You know, I could be com- completely wrong about that, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not so sure that we're not going to get an, a title change to Survivor Series. I guess it would be a little bit surprising, but maybe not.
3: Yeah, maybe not. But then they could feud back and forth, maybe trade the belt a couple times before Bustafa
2: wins the blowout. I mean, I guess they've done a little bit with the Tony Nese thing. Yeah, how like oh we're the we're the gatekeepers. You have to go through us. So well, maybe they have but uh that yeah. seemed
3: to focus more on tony niece than buddy Murphy. <laughs> right now. yeah
2: yeah yeah which and, is and great buddy murphy or... seemed to not yeah it was great for tony Great Nese. for
3: tony niece uh sorry
2: oh i was gonna launch into it uh we had our first match uh tjp and uh mike Canellas tag teaming against lucha house party man freaking the cannellis's look like a million bucks they do. especially with their like heel black outfits yeah they look like a million bucks man mm-hmm. i think it's I think they just they add such a shot of charisma Mm -hmm. to 205 Live that was kind of maybe needed.
3: Well, I think Canales adds a different dimension to the in-ring action. Sure, because he's not a high flyer, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he he wrestles like a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just something a little different. Yeah. Um, Lucha House Party had a promo before the match started that was great. Their uh, their chemistry is fantastic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a shame we didn't get to see these kind of promos from Kalisto back when uh, he was on the main roster.
2: Yeah, no, this was, this was a lot of fun. I like yeah. this. I mean, besides being distracted by Lince Dorado doing this, because he had to act like it oh, was an he's iPhone promo, not holding a camera. Right but uh, beyond that, like I just, I just sort of pay attention to that stuff. But no, this was, this was a lot of fun when they just sort of let them yap back and forth. It's mm-hmm. fun. I like mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm.
3: cool. Uh, Lince had this great spot where he hit a, a moonsault trifecta from the bottom turnbuckle, middle turnbuckle, and top turnbuckle mm-hmm. right in a row on TJP. TJP puts a D bar, on Lince Calisto gets in the ring breaks it up um Lince, uh rolls up tjp T- tjp rips off his mask and is celebrating because he thinks ha
2: yeah no i have another mask but no Lindsay has another one underneath it's cool yeah it was like then, whoa tricked you
3: i know then say hits a hurricane Rana pins tjp lucha house party pick up the win mm-hmm. fun match
2: Ooh, they were hot about that oh yeah and then uh, uh tjp wanted to storm the ring again and Maria Canell says, "Tranquilo." Tranquilo she said, "I've got this. I'll take care of it." And then she just—you can see the little, you know, wheels in her head mm-hmm. spinning mm-hmm. as they make their exit. So she's gonna do some dastardly thing. Yep. To lucha house party. Yep.
3: This should all lead to, ooh, what if they do—a tag team hair versus mask
2: match. Oh, that'd be cool. Because like canellis only has like a flap of hair on
3: top. I know.
2: TJP probably has a good looking head Yeah Underneath that head of yeah. hair He's got a great
3: head of hair though It's got to lead to some sort of Hair versus mask situation
2: Yeah That's Yeah, yeah. It's got him
3: uh, Next Cedric was working out At the Performance Center This was a, Oh man I love this segment This was good This was
2: awesome It was shot really well um, How'd you love that first shot Of Cedric training And pulling off a move on a guy Cause he was there with Carino Yeah And he says Okay one two And then do it And then Cedric hits a move I forget what it was and the guy, the guy, because there's like this weird blurry line between, like we got to see kayfabe wrestling training, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and Because the guy, he didn't like spring back up because it's fake. Yeah, he sold the crap out of it. We never really get to see like, like fake wrestling, but it's like real wrestling. You know what I mean? It's like sparring. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was like, ah. and nobody cared. No, oh. <laughs> that was great.
3: In walks Leo Rush, starts talking trash to Cedric. Oh yeah, that was awesome. So you're here with the rookies
2: training. Yeah, yeah. They got you here in class, training with the rookies, but out here, Leo Rush, not hard to find, we'll go do a thing. Oh man, it's great. I love his cadence, it's hilarious. And it's so funny because like the difference between him, obviously just performing this scene improv improving. probably. I mean, I'm sure they had plenty of bullet points and maybe some planned lines. But it's like as opposed, and I was looking. I was like, "Yeah, no ear, no earpiece in his ear, so I know Vince isn't there." Like, all right, now I'll say yep. this. Yep. Um. So they set up. Uh, they set up. This match is going to be killer. Oh heck yeah! Next week, Next this week. match is going to be absolutely killer. Leo Rush versus Cedric Alexander. Yep. Um. Leo Rush said, "You can find me. You can come find me. I'm not easy to. I'm not hard to find if they'll let you out of class early today or something." And then like that. Cedric
3: said something. Uh, if you're not too busy doing what you're doing with Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that should be really good. But
2: Leo kind of got the last laugh here. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he said, You're he in did. Cl- he said, You're back here in class. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That's a burn. What is he doing just milling about, Leo
3: Rush? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, next, we had Leo Rush take on Josh Morrell. Josh Morrell happened to get a little bit of offense in, but Leo Rush got the upper hand, a little more vicious than mm-hmm. usual.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Our internet's down. Yeah, our
3: internet's down. Come
2: back, internet. Please come back, oh, Internet. Oh, no. That's so sad. Um, so, anyways, what happened next? So, uh, Leo Rush
3: versus Josh Morrell. Leo Rush picked up the win with final after a final hour. Mm-hmm. And yeah. afterwards, another promo from Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Again, he's more focused. Yes. Uh, more of an edge. Yeah. He's ready to fight. Yeah. He's ready to beat Cedric Alexander. Yes. Correct. Good stuff. Next, Mustafa Ali iPhone promo. Mustafa Ali is the best.
2: This is great. This wasn't even. I mean, was this an iPhone promo? It looks like it was
3: legitimately an iPhone promo because it was. It was. It was. It was definitely like just set on something.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that's that's what I meant. Like the the genre that we get now of iPhone promos is typically, and even when they're faking an iPhone promo, they're doing this. Yeah. Uh, with this, he leave it to Mustafa Ali to be like. I'm not just going to hold it like everybody else does. He said it on something, yeah. framed it. Yeah, it was still raining outside, like or sprinkling, anyways. Mm-hmm. And he gave this really killer promo. Yeah, man, this was. He said, "When I first started, I was a maybe because he was an alternate in the first Cruiserweight yes. Classic." He said, "And then I got to you know shouldn't be here or something like that. I forgot." And then uh, he said, "And then I was uh, you know wrestling for the the title at WrestleMania." And I dropped the ball there, but I'm not going to do it again. And,
3: and next time, I want people to, call, you know, be able to call me champion. Yeah, exactly. It was good yeah. stuff. It was super good. He's was great. awesome.
2: He's the best.
3: He is the best. Um, after that, we had Buddy Murphy versus Mark Andrews and for the match. Mitchie. Buddy Murphy did a, a picture in picture promo, <laughs> mm-hmm. serviceable job.
2: Uh, which one was this? Oh, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Again. If he doesn't have, like, something really, really... Like, I just don't think that he has much to, like, sort of no, dig into. No. So...
3: Because he's not really in a feud.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's
3: just the juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And so he's supposed to be imposing and a, a little bit scary. Yeah. Which he can do. Yeah. But without something really to chew on. Um, this is a really fun match. Um, Mark Andrews, been put on some really good performances between this one and the one on uh, NXT UK. Mm-hmm. That's not going to post. There's no internet. Um,
2: don't worry about it. Just keep on doing All it. right. Don't worry about that.
3: Um, oh, there you go. Uh, but this was, a, this was a fun match at one point. Andrews hits, uh, his stunner goes for a shooting star press. Murphy gets his, his knees up. Um, and then buddy follows it up with a, a, a wicked
2: knee and Murphy's law for the wind. Um, so yeah. I was pretty excited about that. Cause I can't stand Mark Andrews, uh, theme song. So I thought another good loss for Mark Andrews. You heard means, a lot of
3: Mark Andrews theme song yesterday. I man.
2: know. It made me very sad. Super sad. Well, no, I watched, uh, well, it was two days oh. in a row. Uh, it was like two days in a row. Yeah. Because I watched 205 Live last night and then NXT UK mm. this morning. Oh, so two days in a row you got to here. Yes. It. Lucky you. Correct. So
3: anyways. Next, NXT show kicked off with heavy machinery versus Forgotten Sons. This is a fun match. This match was tons of fun.
2: I watched that little did you watch that little video? It was just on the dot com of uh, Forgotten Sons and sort of them setting up their gimmick. They're in a they're in like a landfill. They're like at a or like a scrap place. A scrap a scrap field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about we've been tossed aside. we've been treated like garbage, but now we're gonna come back because it's so weird. Like how they're gonna dance around what they're intimating with this gimmick of theirs. Like they're vets who have been, that's kind of heavy stuff. We've talked about this before.
3: It is, but it it seems like a a gimmick that would have worked like in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. As opposed to now.
2: Yeah. I wonder if there was a way they could, like, without being tacky, which is WWE, so probably impossible. If they could, like, I don't know, bring awareness to the issue of things things like PTSD and the suicide rate that plagues the... That'd be cool if they could do that. And
3: veterans not getting access to the services they really need. Right, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, That'd be kind of neat
2: if they could do that. That's
3: really expecting way too much from WWE, however.
2: (laughs) That's expecting a lot. Yeah. Exactly, But I do feel that they are kind of hesitant to go to really like, where do you, where do you go from here with this gimmick? No, I know know what I mean. Well, I think
3: part of the the issue maybe too is, is, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's just heavy stuff potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah you know because following vietnam is a situation where there was some veterans who probably really did feel like they had the country had turn their their back on them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and today it doesn't it, the, the the atmosphere isn't the same you could definitely go forth with the idea that that the services aren't there for veterans when they return yeah yeah um but i don't know if you can say that the country or people in this country turn their back on veterans i don't think that's I don't think that's true.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's at least, you know, at least, I don't know, I don't know. I honestly don't know because obviously there's, there's, you know, an entire, you know, maybe they are time travelers. Maybe they, they, they are.
1: <laughs>
2: I they,
3: wish they would. Take they are time. Vietnam vets or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And then this all would make a bit more sense because uh, I think there's, there's yeah. two aspects to, to their gimmick that, that's kind of interesting it's it's that um plus them operating around the periphery of some really heavy stuff yeah sure and then they take their name from a ccr song
2: Mm mm-hmm yeah
3: which is about people coming back from yeah or or, you know rich people not going to fight in vietnam yeah
2: oh sorry fortunate son is the ccr fortunate son yeah it's it's, still it's kind of no i see what you're saying um I don't know. I mean, I think, I think I'll put it this way. And, and dude, I've not done any research into this. I think that there is in, especially in America, there is a sort of glorification of, of, you know, uh, support the troops, not glorification, but there is a culture of, you know, support the troops, support the troops, support the troops. But then you look at the realities of, of, you know, of how the country and the government sort of treats the troops mm-hmm. and i think the debate could be had that it's not great you know oh no no like i'm sure there, there's plenty of, there's plenty of good things that the government does do yeah but and i wonder if they were to dive into that at all like everybody says support the troops but do you really that kind of thing yeah yeah, but yeah. then man you're diving in some you really heavy really i know you really, <laughs> really are diving i know heavy stuff. i know yeah i don't know So i don't know i mean maybe that i mean if they take a bit of a less violent Rambo approach to it, you know, just the basic guy who's been left behind by his country, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in that respect. Yeah, and it, it, again, it depends
3: on who's storyline wise, who's doing the gonna... leaving behind, you know. Yeah. Storyline
2: wise, how are you going to fit that in? I know? don't know,
3: and 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 how are how, how are they going to enact anything against the NXT roster? Are they going to like challenge their yeah their their loyalty or something like that? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it.
2: I don't know, man. I feel uncomfortable I mean, like, talking about it. I mean, it,
3: right? I know a little bit. Like, there, there's potentially interesting stuff to work with, but at the same time, I don't necessarily trust. Granite XT might have a slightly better track record in this regard, but I don't necessarily trust WWE handling anything this complex
2: and heavy with any sort of nuance no, or subtlety. No. Um, whether, well, whether they're time travelers or not. See when he said time travel, I was, I was like, I thought you were talking about like some sort of World War Three type thing, and they came back in time. No, no, because I mean, this, be this,
3: the basics of this gimmick seems like it's direct from like a, a Vietnam vet movie from yeah, sure. like the early '80s. You yeah. know, yeah, where they come back and then It's the Deer Hunter. Yeah, well, they come back and then you know because they went to Vietnam, the nation
2: or coming home. I think there was a, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, you know, didn't initially appreciate what they
2: did. Due to the nature of the war itself. Because back then, yeah, you're right. Because back then, the whole support of the troops thing wasn't wasn't really a thing. Well, not to the same degree it is. Now. Yeah. It was more because people,
3: the... a lot of people thought the
2: Vietnam War was unnecessary and unjust. And, mm-hmm, they... and they kind of
3: took that out on the people who served there. Yeah. Who really had no choice because they were nope. getting drafted. Yep. <laughs>
2: Anyways.
3: anyway, Anyways. Forgotten sons, time travelers or not, took on heavy
2: machinery. <laughs> Definitely not time travelers. No. But this was a really fun match. Yeah, no. It was, it was a really fun match. It was. It was um, kind of interesting, though, that uh, this early I mean, look, you know, this kind of thing, like I'm, I'm hoping this feud is going to continue and Forgotten Sons will get their win mm-hmm. because they're debuting like or they're, you know, they're fresh. They're brand new. Yeah. Um, and eating a loss like this against, Yeah. Like you makes... got three guys and heavy machinery has two guys and they're both goofy. Yeah. Um, and then you ate a loss. Uh, not a great look for the Forgotten Sons. Yeah,
3: but I'll tell you what, Tucker Knight
2: looked looked like a million bucks in this match. His yeah, he looked great. Was great. Yeah. Otis looked great. It freaks me out, though. Like, Tucker Knight's a big, thick yeah. dude. Yeah. And to take some of the tumbles that he was taking, mm-hmm. ooh, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, God, that much meat, that's going to hurt your bones. I mean, if Heavy Machinery can put forth these kind of performances on like, a
3: consistent basis, you can start to look past some of the goofier aspects of their gimmick. Mm hmm and actually appreciate their performance. Yeah, I I I agree with that, yeah. Because I think that's the thing that was lacking previously, is that they were focusing on, hey, look, these guys are really goofy characters, Mm -hmm. and not really focusing so much on what they can do in the ring. I mean, Mm -hmm. Tucker Knight's a former collegiate wrestler. He's got to be a bit athletic, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Otis was a power lifter. Mm -hmm. Focus on that. Yeah. and then the finish was great that pop-up power slam that otis did on on blake Mur- on wesley blake was awesome
2: otis is a really coordinated wrestler yeah he is like he can do like sort of elaborate stuff which is always surprising to see from a dude that you know he obviously doesn't look athletic that's not his thing um but no it's cool it's good it stuff yeah
3: uh next we had candace Luray uh taking part in an impromptu press conference
2: she was walking into the performance center or full sail one of the two and uh she was like i don't know why nikki cross is getting in my business I want that business to be between me and my husband and nobody else. That's private. But I don't like her getting in my face and laughing. So uh, then she left. And I don't like that. Now I want
3: a piece of Nikki Cross.
2: Now I want, I want, I'm going to ask William Regal to schedule a match with me and Nikki Cross so she can't walk away from me. And it's it's like, like
3: she wants to keep it separate, but then she wants to have a match.
2: Joke's on you. She's already in SmackDown. I know. You yeah. have
3: to wait till your call-up before you can have
2: your match. <laughs> Hopefully after Mania 2020. Uh,
3: after that Shayna Baszler interview, she was uh, sitting on a couch with uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. Just chilling. Um, and then uh, Kathy Kelly was asking about, well, you know, Kyrie Sane's got the rematch clause. When do you think that's going to happen?
2: Shayna was being so rude to Kathy Kelly. Yeah. She's like, go ahead. What question
3: mm-hmm. do you have? And then William Regal comes in and says, uh, Kyrie just invoked her rematch clause. It'll happen at War Games. Two out of three falls match.
2: Yeah, this was surprising. Like a week ago after uh, we heard that Shayna had sort of, you know, uh, uh, had a rough ankle spot at Mm -hmm. Evolution. It was walking around on crutches. There was pictures of it. We were like, well, there's only three weeks till takeover. They're not going to do anything. No, rematch. Two out of three falls. Wow. That's awesome. That's a big match. Yeah i mean Kyrie's gonna go to main roster like well, uh, whoever loses this is going to maine yeah Well, they're doing the big Ronda versus Becky thing in survivor series but then would shane would they do the title switch at evolution just so Shayna, i don't know i don't know to see where this where the story goes and there's still more time for adjustment yeah I don't know man i, know. I, I get the i get the feeling that this sort of You know, Shayna being able to hang her hat on, I'm a two time NXT women's champion. That second reign has to kind of mean something also. Mm -hmm. And if you want to continue to develop Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir.
3: It helps to have Shayna Baszler there.
2: Right. Yeah. So I'm probably going to lean towards her, but we'll see if there's anything else next week that That sways me. Yeah, exactly.
3: your mind. Uh, Next, Dakota Kai versus Tanara Conti. Another fun match that Conti had a a kick to Kai's face that looks stiff. Mm hmm. Of course, Dakota Kai unleashes all sorts of stiff kicks all over the place. Team kick, you know.
2: Team kick. Leader of team kick. Leader of team kick.
3: She's not just part of team kick. She's a leader. Uh, Dakota Kai picked up the win with her. Her backstab or finisher, that's awesome.
2: Hey, has Vic Joseph been on commentary like for the last couple weeks? Yeah, I guess Moro was doing something else. Man, I didn't notice until this episode. I think it's probably been like four now. I think this whole (laughs) set of tapings. Yeah, I think so. I think I noticed last week. (laughs) Because I was sitting there, I was like... Boy, I'm getting kind of sleepy right now. Oh, there's no Moro yelling at me. Where the hell is Moro? not heard
3: of Mama Mia in three weeks. I know.
2: What's going on here?
3: Uh, after that, we had a Mia Yim interview, uh, interrupted by Bianca Belair. Who's the best? The best.
2: I love Bianca Belair. They're chewing gum, chewing <laughs> loud, gum. loud. Uh, what did she say? I forget what she said. I mean obviously the 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 thing that I love about. Well she about said she'd been
3: busting her ass in NXT for two or three years. You just could mm-hmm. walk right in and yeah. you expect you know And you
2: expect respect. I think it was respect yeah. and she's like, you expect well, Bianca Belair is uh un- duh be <laughs> great and me, it was like so great. I don't know why you have a problem with me, but if you wanna solve it, you know, we can get in the ring. And she went t- girl. <laughs> And then walked away. So good. And I love I love when she walked into frame. She did a full like tour around the interview first. So good. Gosh, she's <laughs> incredible. She's so good. Scares the shit Just out of me.
3: Little things like walking in, chewing your gum super loud. Yeah. It means so much. Next, this is on W.com, I think. Uh, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle walking backstage. Happy that Matt Riddle's in NXT. Uh Cassius Ono is sitting there on some sort of storage crate. Just grumpy, dude. Just it's being like, oh, a dick. Oh, Regal's shiny new toy. Yeah. And Keith Lee says something.
2: You know what I like to do with toys? Break them. Really? You're supposed to keep them in their package and, and, and display we, them on your yeah. wall. We're in your or, for, we're store. them
3: for several years and try to sell them later on down the line. We're in our 40s. <laughs>
2: You're not supposed to play with them, dude.
3: Collectors' item, you know. You take toys out of the box and not worth anything.
2: The thing that I loved about this too is that after like Matt, after Cassius left, Matt Matt uh, Riddle said uh, said something like, "Anyways, my debut in NXT was like whatever." And then they were both very happy. And then you hear Vic Joseph said, <laughs> "Vic Joseph said, best friendships being made here in NXT as we come to you live oh, from yeah, Full Sail. That was funny. Best friendships being made here in NXT." Oh, that
3: was good. That was great. Next we had a War Games uh match the match mm-hmm. itself video package. Yeah. Some new interview bits but by and, by and large, pre existing stuff. Like five minutes of like yeah, it's super long. This right now.
2: It's a like, hype video, man. Yeah, I know, I know. Alright, let's talk about the Johnny Gargano promo. That was great, man. Just sauntering around. Hey Stephen Larson. Johnny Gargano here with, with another, Matt another chat question. Chat chat. Johnny Gargano, uh let's see what he has to say. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Well, Johnny, <laughs> you seem like kind of a dick now, Johnny. Can you
3: be really be a hero but love the darkness? Yeah. Can you really be a hero and have that attitude snide, condescending, saying the ends justify the means? It
2: was kind of it it was kind of a uh, it was kind of grim too because you know I, I love the setup. He's, he was, um, tracing the path that he took to originally attack Alistair Black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there was kind of like a scene of the crime type yeah, there thing. There was, like, yeah, yeah. And then the I came upon the body, which was over here. Like
1: a... a
0: several of the arms like were over there. Like playing
2: Clue. <laughs> right. So he basically gave some, uh, you know, inner, some, it was like a monologue of a heel, you know? Yeah.
3: Well, he said the reason he attacked Alistair Black is because Alistair's in the way from what he wanted and what he wanted to do. He wo- Gargano wanted to be the one that takes that NXT title off of Tommaso Ciampa. Right. Alistair Black was in the way. He wanted to eliminate him from the equation so he could do it himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never okay. mind that Gargano was the one who ended up putting that belt around Ciampa in the first place.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he sort of glossed over the details. Yeah. But, uh, so, dude, let me ask you this because this is a good question. How does he come back from this as, like, a face? Like, what, like, this... His logic, he was so secure in his logic that number one, it makes me think that whatever face turn he's eventually going to come back to, whatever redemption he's going to have, they have to take the scenic route on that, right? Mm-hmm. There's like, mean, coming, we have Alistair Black coming up next. Do you think this is going to necessitate a Champa face turn over the I next don't know. one of the next couple takeovers? Well, it's not going to
3: happen anytime soon, based on the main event of, uh, of NXT right, last night, right? Because that was definitely.
2: Here is face Velveteen Dream. Maybe, maybe, maybe if Gargano does something to really F up Alistair Black at TakeOver in the next set of tapings, maybe Ciampa can give. Because we've already seen this on, on Twitter. If Ciampa gives his utter and total approval and Gargano still fails at whatever he thinks his goal is, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that will make him realize that, man, I've gone too far. Maybe mm-hmm. he has to reach a point where it's too far, and he realizes that, yeah, man, yeah, you start yeah. going down that path, you're not going to You can't end. come back. You yeah. can't come back from it. But I do kind of feel that sort of the severity of this heel turn, it's not just like desperate Gargano. This is like, oh, man, I'm I'm totally happy living in the dark Gargano. Yeah, yeah. You you got to take kind of a longer route to get back yeah, I know. for it to be sort of believable mm-hmm. as a face Yeah, turn. this can happen in the matter of one match to the next takeover. Right, yeah. Which is good I like it I mean this yeah. is this is I've said this before this is a defining feud oh, for NXT yeah. like heck you're yeah, gonna look is. back on this ten years from now and be like man remember that? this is like the like Tommy dreamer Raven from ECW yeah. type stuff yeah you know
3: yeah no this is good stuff mm-hmm and hopefully they'll let it go for them. you know it'd be great if they have it culminate May if they do another. Or NXT Chicago, yeah, sure, where it all started. Yeah, so it'll be a two-year feud. Yeah, that's completely conceivable yeah. at this point. That's, That'd be great. That's very conceivable. It's only at this six point. more months. So mm-hmm. six or seven more months. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, he says, you know, I've been living here in the darkness, and I kind of like it.
2: And they kind of dropped the camera on the ground.
3: Yeah. Um. After that, we had this kind of really vague and somewhat confusing William Regal. Well, promo. he sat
2: down. He sat down. At yeah, the he spot sat down the spot where spot. He, said, he attacked him. This is him, where yeah. you,
3: I left you land. So William Regal said that two members. Uh, or, or remember, each of the two teams from the War Games match will compete next week, and the winner of that match will gain some sort of advantage at the War Games match.
2: Because it's like the first guy. Like you start, I think war games with either one or two guys each, and then after so many minutes, someone else goes in. Somebody else goes. I think it starts off one on one. Yeah, and I then think so. yeah, and so every I, minute or two, someone else gets. So uh, you know, you 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 have like a handicap situation every couple minutes, I yeah. guess, or whatever. So I is. guess
3: you'd want to be the first team in, so you'd have more advantage in terms of numbers game. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But it was kind of just vague. It wasn't very specific about anything.
2: Yeah, because let's say, let's suppose that you start off one-on-one after and then your team, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. The, one of the gates opens, your guy goes out, and then is there It's two-on-one
3: like, for two minutes. And yeah. then the, the numbers are even, and then for two minutes, and then you get the advantage for two minutes. Yeah. So if, you're, if your team is entered into the, the match first, you will have an advantage, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that'd have to be. But none of this was talked about. It
2: was all vague. <laughs> It's all kind of together mess, Uh So, yeah. Uh, anyways, before we continue, here is a word from our sponsor, for hims.com Hey, Larson, two out of three men start losing their hair by the age of 35. Did you know that? I did.
3: And if you're noticing a receding hairline or a bald spot, would you rather try odd solutions, A worst yet do nothing, or turn to medicine science. Science! Science is right. With 4hims.com, you can get your hands on well-known generic equivalents to brand name prescriptions to treat hair loss and say goodbye! Say goodbye. Snake oil pills and gas station
2: supplements. Get your tonics here. Larson, tell me, do you what? still need to waste time sitting in a waiting room? Just go in for some awkward doctor's visit to get yourself some HIMS? You do not. HIMS offers real
3: doctors and medical-grade solutions to deal with hair loss. Just go to fourhims.com, answer a few questions, and a doctor will look over your order. And guess what?
2: Bang! Products shipped directly to your door. Nice. And right now, going in raw listeners can get a trial months of hymns for only $5 right now while supplies last. Go to slash G I R. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-I-R. And again,
3: we'd like to thank 4hims.com for sponsoring today's episode. You're really helping out going in raw
2: by going to dot slash G-I-R. That is correct. Our main event for NXT was Velveteen Dream. Versus Lars Sullivan. Oh, man. Lars, Lars Sullivan wanted to... to, to, to Incapacitate. Yeah, soften, soften up.
3: Dream, so he couldn't compete a takeover. And man, Dream was taking some bumps. Yeah. He was bumping, selling all over the place. Yeah. That spot where he gets tossed on the corner of the ring apron. Oof. Ow. Yeah. Selling lower back
2: injury. Mm-hmm. Ow. Mm-hmm. Lars Sullivan's great because he has a body that bruises seemingly pretty easily. <laughs> I'm not going to say easily because none of the bumps I think he took were easy bumps. Yeah. Um, but like... It it's very obvious whenever he takes a nasty bump because it just shows up immediately yeah, on his yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because there was a couple bits where like, you know, Dream would run him into like stair uh into the steel steps, for example, stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, he gets marked
3: up and bruised He gets pretty, marked pretty, up pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, pretty
2: quickly. Um so you, you sort of see the progression of the match via Lars Sullivan bruises. Yes um no this is this is a heck of a match very physical very tough yeah Uh,
3: at one point dream goes or towards the end i should say dream goes for a purple rainmaker uh champa runs down ringside so instead of dream focusing on lars sullivan who's prone he delivers a double axe handle to tomaso champa lars takes advantage and drops dream with a freak accident gets the win champa gets in the ring starts attacking dream goes for his finisher uh, trying to do it on the title. Instead, Dream reverses, uh, hits twisting DDT on the title. He goes the top rope, about to drop purple rainmaker on Tommaso Ciampa, rest come out, break him up. Mm-hmm. Dream gets kind of like ushered up the stage halfway. He runs back down, purple rainmaker for the champ.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah, that was uh, a good little, uh, I'm assuming that just means they're going to insert Lars Sullivan into the main event. Oh, I don't necessarily know. You know? I don't know. I don't think so yeah dun, dun, or is this just an excuse maybe this is just an excuse to 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 actually you know storyline soften up velveteen dream to make the win for champa a little less uh a little less you know a bit more reason for velveteen dream to lose protected loss Pre- i'm sorry protected yes. yeah that's what yes. i'm going for Woo, man Anyways. We're only about halfway through our...
3: our, two hours of wrestling we just watched here. Nice. Two more. So now it's on to two episodes of NXT UK. Show uh, episode one kicked off with Dave Mastiff versus Damian Weir. Mm -hmm. Not much of a match. Mastiff destroyed Damian, culminating in a cannonball
2: for the win. Damian Weir, little tiny uh, local enhancement talent. Yeah. I loved it. It was awesome. They did the thing again with Mastiff where he... Oh, when he walks Steps to the ring, they shake they, the camera. They shake the camera. That's so beautiful. It's That's cool. a great little touch. It
3: is a nice touch. Next, uh, a Ginny video package. I think with the same one they've been running, or similar than the, uh, the ones they have been running.
2: Yeah, it looks like a Cosm- Cosmopolitan-type magazine yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- cover thing. Yeah, Shoot. Um, it's great. What a she, great is, gimmick. she is the fashionista,
3: I yeah. believe, was her gimmick in, in progress. Yeah. Uh, next, El Ligero
2: versus James Drake. Um, they had a little like Garrow uh, video package. Yeah, they did before this. And little interview. Good. Yes, he was like, "Why am I different?" He's like, "I've got this mask on." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
2: so yeah, I mean, you know, hey, the British dude who does the lucha stuff—that's cool. Yeah, you know, it's different. It is different. It's different. James Drake, guy who wears a really big denim oversized jacket. Ja- uh, denim jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has his face on his butt. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, he says has it says Mister Mayhem on the back of his jacket. Oh, I only know oh, one Mr. Mayhem, and that's Adam Mayhem. Well, good thing El Ligero won with the Springboard Tornado DDT then. Correct, yes. Get rid of that guy. Uh, after that, we had a Tony Storm interview, which was uh, broken up or interrupted, interrupted. by Dakota Kai. Uh, they're both baby faces, so they very respectfully agreed to have a match against each other. Yeah, because they uh, you know they got this uh, woman's title coming up mm-hmm. and uh, let's figure out who should be winning it.: Yes, exactly. next. after that, uh,
3: Ashton Smith video package um, hyping his debut on NXT, UK. After that, Zach Gibson iPhone promo. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like they either uh, chimed in some canned booze. That had to be what it was,
2: but during his iPhone promo, there was booze. I just lo- so I love the idea when we would talk about Undisputed Era that whenever they would show him on screen, their music would be playing, like their music follows them. Zach yeah. Gibson should be the same with booze, Followed by booze. He's just wherever he is, the people are booing him, and I love it. Yes, it's
3: great. It is great. Uh, Ashton Smith coming to the ring for his NXT UK
2: debut. But Was Ashton Smith the guy who talked about his style being intensity? A couple weeks ago. Mm. was that somebody else? I think that was somebody else. Okay, never mind. that.
3: Um, he's pretty much instantly attacked by the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang, and since we mess, missed the second episode of last week, I didn't realize Wolfgang turned heel.
2: <laughs> Had no idea. <laughs> We're doing both episodes today, though. Yes, we, we, we know are. know that they're, doing, they're just unloading these on us. I know, I know. They're, they're doing well in the ratings, too. That's good. Like, the network ratings, they always come in after NXT, and then pff, way down below 205 Live. Interesting.
3: Yeah. Uh, and then the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang dropped a promo and that's when the crowd was chanting we can't hear you.
2: Yeah. Oh, what are you saying? Yeah. Oh, and I was like, why are they so I had to I had to head up Wayne Maker and be like, explain your people to me please. Why are they doing that? He said because they, because they're he's a, basically he's a, he used a different word, but he said, but basically they're jerks. Mm. He said, he was like, dude, we've got cultural differences town to town. <laughs> uh, he was explaining a lot of the stuff to me.
3: After that, a Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster interview outside of Johnny Saint's office. This As-
2: had such a headmaster. Oh, like yeah. The
3: students were going to snitch on the bullies yeah. Yeah. feel to it. And then they're about to go into Johnny Saint's office. Ashton Smith comes down the stairs after getting beat down and says, oh, you're going to talk about the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang? I went in on this too
2: i want to snitch too
3: they all walk into johnny saint's office and it's it was announced just, that yeah. episode two that'd be the main event yeah they spill a pint on you too mate after that sid scala he's back
2: on, Sid Scala's yes, back
3: yes taking on the tallest person
2: <laughs> in nxt uk eddie I dennis i did not realize how tall this dude was yeah. six well here's the thing six five is very tall oh, it's tall yeah i understand that in the pantheon of wwe superstars i'm not gonna say six five is normal but six five is well, here's, above average. Here's the thing.
3: He's six five, but he's very long. He's lanky and yeah. lanky. He's like Slenderman, and he walks like he's much taller.
2: Yeah, because
3: he he's the same height as Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, and D- Drew is mm-hmm. thick, yeah. muscular, super muscular. But
2: even Drew, I mean, look, Drew when the especially these days, like Seth is what 6'2". Six 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 yeah. Dean probably around the same. Yeah. You, uh, guys like Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan, they're like under six feet. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns, probably 6'5", maybe 6'4"? Six, six I'd say 6'3", or 6'4". Six 6'3", okay. So, like, even the tall dudes are, like, just tall, not monstrously tall. Yeah. Like, Braun is, what, 6'8", six, six I think. 6'8", because he, he's a monster. He's yeah. monstrously tall. But he's you also thick. Yeah. He's Yeah, he's like a house. Yeah. Um,
3: Whereas Eddie Dennis, he's tall. He's six five, but he's slim. He's like
2: 6'5", I 150 think, I think pounds. They said he was 6'5", 220 or something like that. Oh my god! Yeah, wow, that's hilarious. Because he comes out and he gets in the ring with uh, Sid Scala, and we're like, there's a foot yeah. on Sid Scala. Like yeah. he's got a foot on him. There's a foot, maybe, and but it seemed like half a of, meter. I think for in uh, terms of weight, maybe like
3: fifteen pounds.
2: Yeah exactly yeah oh man i'm actually i am i'm gonna go back this weekend uh like on a saturday night i love kicking back on a saturday night when everybody's in bed like 11 o'clock at night and flipping on some progress or something Mm -hmm. else, you know. So I'm going to check out the Hello Wembley this weekend. I really want to see that. Because I heard that Eddie Dennis match is pretty good. Um,
3: Eddie Dennis picked up the win with his finisher. He was really going overboard with the super. Maybe it was Eddie Dennis who said his style was intensity.
2: No, it wasn't. It wasn't.
3: It wasn't. But his style was definitely intensity in this
2: match. Yeah, he was 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 like like, clenched fists. He was screaming a lot. He was seething. His mouth was open a lot during this yeah. match. Yeah. I loved it, man. Eddie Dennis and Zach Gibson Myers can do no wrong right now. Um, and then the main event: two other guys who can oh, do no fantastic. wrong. Fantastic. Danny Birch versus Pete Dunn. Holy crap! These guys are beating the crap out of each other. It was fantastic. Um, that Pete Dunn. I mean, I, I can't get enough of the joint manipulation stuff. Oh, it's great. My my fingers do not go back that far. I mean, oh. oh God, damn! That would hurt.
3: Oh it would hurt but you got to stretch your fingers out beforehand your wrists I guess. I have
2: like short fingers anyways I've got like weird short fingers. I have like two-thirds of normal fingers <laughs> <laughs> like that would hurt extra for a guy with short fingers. yeah maybe this is all about all, this all about right here, just is all getting I some
3: flexibility I guess yeah so you guess to stretch so. your muscles out. jeez but it probably doesn't feel very good probably not shoot wise um towards the end pete dunn has a uh, birch prone start posing over him he's about to do this danny birch stands up heads butts him right in the jaw mm-hmm. hits his finisher the draping ddt but pete dunn kicks out um birch puts dunn in a cross face dunn works his way out of it hits the bitter end birch kicks out of that mm-hmm. um and then dunn puts birch at a triangle um then he rolls over so he's in like the top position. Yeah, he grabs his fingers, does a finger break thing, starts destroying his fingers and wrist. Birch has to tap out. Yeah, different
2: f- way to finish the match. It wasn't like Danny Birch had a ate a bitter end and p- it wasn't pinch. just. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It wasn't just straight. It up. Felt it felt more like yeah. a legit fight. It did. Yeah. No, it totally did. Yeah. Uh, in the second episode of NXT UK, in our second hour, yeah, presented the next day, um, Tony Storm versus Dakota Kai kick things off. Uh, of course, this was set up in the preceding episode. Um, really fun match. They gave it a lot of time. Um, two baby faces going at it, but they were getting. Oh, I thought st- like they were working a little stiffer too. They were they were working super stiff. I was about to say that. Like those forearms that they were doling out to each other some was of those really kicks, stiff. Yep. Some of the kicks, yeah. Uh, Tony Storm ended up getting the win with Storm Zero. A different version of Storm Zero. Was this perfect Storm Zero?
3: This is the the air raid crash, the neck breaker Storm Zero. Yeah. Not the Tiger
2: Driver. Yeah. They're she both needs... Storm Zero, though, right? I think so. No, I think they were Storm Zero. There was another one. Storm. Like, there's a storm coming. Boy, that was funny when we were coming up doing it. Because she, like, why are you just na- renaming? Like, why are you giving the same name to different moves? Well, it's, it's the last shot, man. Same thing. It's, it's terrible. It is. It's
3: terrible. Uh, after that, Amir Jordan taking on. Whoa, hold on a second. You oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai was walking back up the ramp so
2: Tony Storm and Dakota Kai they hug they embrace they're like hey good friendly next time don't spill a pint on good me." good competition but we're right. still friends yeah Dakota um, Kai goes up the ramp and then what happens Ginny beats her up oh yeah and then she said this is my NXT UK yeah I kind of wish that they would just refer to NXT agreed. UK agreed as NXT as NXT
1: because
3: they're in the United Kingdom yeah so just say this is my NXT. Yeah. Yeah.
2: If I had like a slice of Canadian bacon and I'm in Canada. you just call it bacon. Is that actually what they do? do, do I don't know. In Canada, they don't call, what, like, what do they call bacon? I think they call it, this is course <laughs> my favorite reference is Strange Brew. Awesome. Very
3: good. But in back that bacon? movie, they called, back, back bacon, yes. That's they, what they called, called Canadian bacon back bacon. Back
2: bacon, yes. Isn't it just like ham?
3: It is ham. Okay. But so is bacon. It's, it's just a different part of the pig. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Bacon's from the tummy.
2: Mm. And they slice it thin. Yeah, I don't want to know all that. And then I in my mind I just want the I just want bacon to be is growable. Oh yeah. I believe the hind quarter. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, but pork butt is not the butt, it's the shoulder. Why would they call it butt then? Don't know. Interesting. Don't know. That's so. what you use to smoke, to make pulled pork, you use pork shoulder. Mm. Anyways. Stuff. Amir Jordan took on Zach Gibson. This was fun.
2: No one likes Zach Gibson. It's hilarious. Oh god, I, dude, I love it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the shoes off. So somebody asked and Ch- sh- apparently, the sh- according to Wayne Maker, the if you hate Gibson, shoes off, originally comes from the I'm not going to call it tradition, but if y'all remember that time when um, a journalist. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to straight from Wayne maker. Cause if I get, I don't want to get like the, I think it was like an Iraqi journalist um, to Bush, right? Through a, yeah, a reporter through a, a shoe at, at George Bush. And somehow evidently that worked its way. Uh, ah, where is it? mm 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 mm. Oh, that's weird. Did I? How did I delete that or something? That's weird. It's not weird. Here. That's what he told me, though. That's strange. But, yeah, apparently it had its origins in the dude throwing a shoe, but, which apparently people do, like, over in maybe the Middle East or something as a sign of disrespect to chuck your shoe with you. Uh, and somehow that landed uh, into a Zach Gibson chant, which is fantastic. Yeah. Which is amazing. One thing I really wish they would do, Nigel, being of the land, he needs to start explaining some of these cha- At least acknowledge some of them I and know. explain well, the them. the problem is he's not there. <laughs> well, he can hear what they're saying. <laughs> he's totally not there. He's not there. Oh, man.
3: Anyway, after the match, uh, Zach Gibson dropped the promo.
2: Oh, God. I can never get enough of these because he's so sweaty. He's like the sweatiest guy. Yeah. And, and Trent Seven pointed that out <laughs> He said, what's going on in that sweaty, bold head sweaty, your, shiny, sweaty bald head of Sweaty, hair. shiny, bald head. Sweaty, shiny, bald head. Trent Seven should be in movies, man. Heck yeah. He should be in flipping movies. That He's bet, so good. I
3: bet he would say, oh, where were you the first tournament? Oh, yeah, you're in your mom. You're in bed at your mom's <laughs> house on her laptop yeah. watching.
2: Drinking your mom's tea. Oh, that was so good. Watching. That was so good. So, yeah, anyways, so, yeah, the sequence is Gibson wins with Shankly Gates. Uh, He cuts a promo. Trent Seven comes out uh, and Seven challenges Gibson for a match, but not after just dropping a monster freaking promo, just talking shit. Yeah. And I can't, dude, what kind of heel heat is this that Zach Gibson has? Because I feel like if it's a a heel that like, heels that people hate, like, okay, let's say, let's say Kevin Owens. Let's say Kevin Owens uh, comes out to a crowd that isn't sort of on, but not Chicago, you know, a, a crowd that really, Oh man, I hate this guy. I really hate him. Like legit heel heat, right? Mm-hmm. Gibson doesn't have that. No. When somebody comes out and they just want to troll this shit, X-Pac heat is go away, I don't want to see you. That's different than that. This it's is not I'm X-Pac- gonna troll the shit it's out it's of you. It's a weird
3: area between heel heat as in I don't like this character. Yeah. And X-Pac heat, which is I don't like this person. Right. It's somewhere in between. Right. Whereas they don't like the person and they don't like the character. <laughs>
2: They're so disrespectful, and yet they're so dismissive, and yet they hate him. Yeah, but they love to hate him because they have a good time hating him. Hating him brings them joy, so they don't want him gone Yeah, because it's a party when he shows up. Yeah, It's how many boo—let's have such a good time raining booze in on this guy. It's fascinating. It is an
3: interesting dynamic.
2: And he plays into it so well. I'm trying to think. There's like— there's like people that you know in life, and I'm not gonna name any names, but you and I have known people throughout our years of friendship that we've gotten a kick out of disliking. Oh yeah. I know I know one specifically that I can bring up. I can, to think, you of a, I can think of a couple that you've talked about that I didn't really have a relationship with, but that you've talked about. All right, we'll talk about that. Hold later. on a second. Hold on. I'm just gonna write down the name. Oh yeah. He's kind of got Zach Gibson heat. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good analogy. Oh man. It's like, I hate this guy, but he's here and I'm so happy because we can all make fun of him now.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: That's true. (laughs) It's fantastic. Oh man. So anyways, Trent seven says, uh, I want to fight you right now because Gibson has such a punchable face. Um, And then Gibson leaves. I mean, in his defense, he just had a match. He just did have a match. He is sloppy, sweaty, wet. Yeah, but that seems to happen pretty much
3: instantly once he starts (laughs) wrestling.
2: It does.
3: Uh, After that, we had a Kenny Williams iPhone promo. His uh, gimmick is lucky. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to be lucky.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's it. He also has like sort of a dollar store. uh, What's that dude's name? Drago? The guy from like... Rocky Four. No. No. The wrestler from, no, Aerostar. Oh, yeah, yeah, and He's yeah. got, like, all the, the LEDs. LEDs. He
3: just has a bunch of uh, iridescent stuff.
2: Yeah, but I feel like he really wants to have a bunch well, of probably, LEDs. probably, I imagine the LEDs are expensive. Yeah, probably. Um, Kenny Williams had a match against Jordan
3: Devlin. Oh, we love Jordan Devlin. Yeah, Jordan Devlin. <laughs> Devlin's great. Um, Kenny Williams is really good, too. It was a fun match. A lot of uh, high-flying, fast-paced stuff. Sure. Uh, Jordan Devlin picked up the win with his finisher, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, no,
2: it is. It's really cool. It's like it starts with
3: minutes carry. Yeah, and then he kind of throws them up But instead of doing f5 on the tummy he twists around on the back. Yeah, kind of. it's, it's interesting cool. um, After that main event Mark Andrews flash Morgan Webster and Ashton Smith taking on the coffee brothers and Wolfgang mm-hmm. um, pretty is a fun is entertaining six-man tag match, but nothing that you Nothing about it took me by surprise per se it was fun, though.
2: No, I, I really dug this. I, I like this match because it was it was long. Mm-hmm. um, And, you know, obviously they did sort of this battle of attrition type thing. Like they just the it made sense for the it made sense for the faces to keep this match long and fast because the big dudes are going to get gassed. Yeah, and yeah. they sort of played that up um, where eventually they were getting whittled down. But then in the end, it didn't matter because Joe Coffey. Uh, gave him uh, gave uh, Flash Morgan Webster a discus clothesline, mm-hmm. um, but it was uh, no, it was fun. I'm I'm, I'm, yeah, it was I'm totally fun. I'm getting I'm getting a kick out of Flash Morgan Webster's in ring style because they keep on they keep on calling it uh, uh, unorthodox and it totally is because he totally does I've t- I talked about this before. He doesn't look like a wrestler no, out there. He no. does not look like a wrestler. But and so that kind of is is appealing. Like he does really effective things that just are weird. But they're they're oddly effective. Mm-hmm. I like him. Mm-hmm. I think he's good. Oh yeah. I just I wish he'd dial down the mod. Yeah, it's just a bit. it's
3: too mod. It's too mod. Too much mod. Yeah. Uh so that was it. Four was hours it. of wrestling distilled fun. into a little more an hour of podcast. I
2: can do it, I can watch I honestly like I I'm not, not sure I'd want to just because it's it's a lot. But I could watch if if they're gonna give me two hours of every of anything every week, it'd be NXT UK. Oh okay. I, I do freaking love right. that stuff. I really do. Fair enough.
3: answer a few questions unfortunately we got no super chats here because our stream is down uh alex foster in kayfabe why don't feuding wrestlers attack each other in public well i mean they're out in public they can get arrested for assault
2: yeah but sometimes they do the waiver well they yeah they're there we've seen that before but the waivers they sign don't apply to the real world only in the the ring right yeah.
3: Nathan Gibson, how soon do you think it'll take Mike Canellas to get the title? It's going to be a little while. I think there's uh, quite a few people in line ahead of him. Um, once he establishes himself in, in, in 205 Live, we'll see. It's going to be a little while.
2: You're, you're probably, I mean, right now it's it's firmly, that's fine. Right now it's it's firmly sort of Cedric Mustafa, you know, obviously Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, Murphy. I mean, Drew is still kind of in a position that he might be one of the next guys in line. I
3: think he's ahead of the line of in, in line of Canalis, as is Leo Rush.
2: Oh, I don't know about Leo Rush. I think that I think that once he's done, I kind of think that once the Cedric because Cedric's going to beat Leo Rush next week. No, I don't think he is. You don't think so? No, I
3: think they're going to keep the Cedric losing streak thing going. That's a huge win for Leo.
2: Did we not, man, did we, did I not pay attention? We talked about the Leo Rush match, mm-hmm. right? Boy, that was an hour ago, I guess.
3: Almost. Uh, P Desperado, bare knuckles champion. I can't read the rest of the name. I'm, I'm sorry. It's his first question. Why doesn't WB Ashley name drop New Japan? They will mention when someone has won the IWGP title, but never the promotion. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Same reason for the longest time they mentioned TNA. They don't mention their competition. Because IWGP is is an organizing body. Mm-hmm. that That... Awards titles, not the actual company or their com- name of their competition, so they probably say or fine saying IWGP, but not New Japan.
2: Yeah, they just they just generally, I mean, yeah, they just they just generally don't Mm-mm. don't do that, you know. I mean,
3: oh, hold on, uh. sorry, Discord Wolfpack Underboss. Is it just me or does Eddie Dennis music and interest not match his attire? It doesn't, but his music is great because it's Dateline
2: theme music. <laughs> I'm so glad you remembered that. Yes.
3: It sounds <laughs> like the yeah. theme music or at least background music. Yeah,
2: like, oh, and then the bodies were found in a ditch. Here's Eddie Dennis. Yep. Um, Dude, I can't stop. I can't get over that Zach Gibson, like the fake booze. Did you notice that when it was I happening? I'll, I'll, we'll watch it after we're done because it is hilarious how fake they are. It is so funny.
3: Uh, well, I thought I noticed that on... Uh... Raw this week that some of the the boo sounded really uniform.
2: Yeah, that I didn't notice. But now I know what their boo track sounds like because mm-hmm. they were obvious with it mm-hmm. with uh, Zach Gibson. The Real Hoss, Big Rick. Now that Nikki Cross showed up on Smackdown Live, what happens to her growing feud with Candice LeRae? That was one question we kind of got also. Uh, Nikki Cross showing up. Does that mean she's on SmackDown? I mean, it felt like a SmackDown debut. It, it did, felt like it did. she's there Sanity
3: now. was there to introduce her. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But, you know, we've seen it a few times where uh, someone who's on their way out of NXT is moon moonlighted in yeah. NXT while still being on yeah. NXT. And I would suspect that would be the case.
2: I think you're right. I No, I think she's going to wrap this business up with Candice and, and Quantum Leap out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed a bunch of wrestlers were congratulating Nikki Cross for her SmackDown debut. I don't think they would have done that if it wasn't her actual debut, yeah. if it yeah. was just like hey, a one-time thing.
3: Uh, Horton here is a new writer. Do you think people need to stop seeing NXT on the same level as Raw and SmackDown? I see NXT as Triple A baseball. Uh, players don't come up to the Major League and dominate, but they get better with time. People are setting themselves up for disappointment by thinking NXT Superstar is going to be pushed to the moon as some uh, get up to main. I don't necessarily think it's the matter of push. It's just when they do something that's
2: completely different than what worked, in NXT. I do think that they need to stop. I do think that people need to realize that the reality is NXT, a call-up means in some degree, to to a large degree, a blank slate. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna continue, for the most part, they're not gonna continue their story unless their story was that strong, like Asuka coming Mm -hmm. over, even if they executed poorly. Like they referenced that, like on NXT, oh, we cut a deal with Rosh, he's gonna be there. Um, I I would suggest this. It's become obvious that given that they Triple H when he made the the music analogy thing, you know, main roster is top forty, and then NXT is whatever. Um NXT is their version of Ring of Honor New Japan. Mm-hmm. And they think they understand. That oh you want five star matches well that's what our NXT is yeah, yeah yeah we can't do that on main roster because there's no time to schedule these matches out to plan these matches yeah, out yeah but we still have the best wrestling on the planet it's on our takeover shows mm-hmm. that's the function under the WWE umbrella of that is to is to give us the art house films yeah the stuff that's going to win awards I'm happy you
3: said that because this next question next two questions really dovetail Go ahead. penultimate Tommy Wiseau Werner Herzog ate his shoe and his prediction about gates of heaven was wrong you ever hear about that? He that sounds
2: shoe. familiar.
3: Wasn't the bet he had with Errol Morris? Isn't that the deal? Or is that a different oh, bet? Oh, man, I don't know. Vernon Herzog is a fascinating individual. He is. Would you ever do that for, you know, great YouTube content? Would
2: I ever eat a shoe? Is the shoe made out of licorice? Oh, that'd be good. A whole shoe of licorice? Then, yes, I would. Like, what do you... I like Twizzlers. You like Twizzlers? Yeah. Man, those are so good. They're good. I might go to the friggin' movies. Better than Red Vine. liquors. I might go. I might stop and get some liquors today on the way home. There you go.
3: And also, Greg Morris named four movie characters that'd be in the Undisputed era.
2: I mean, isn't Adam Cole's whole shtick uh, Tom Cruise from Risky Business? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> So I would say sort of like, or, or bartender from Cocktail.
3: I'd say more risky business. Okay. I was trying to think of... Uh,
2: oh, isn't Ferris Bueller from the Undisputed Era? Eh, I think mean, he grows up to be in the Undisputed Era. Eh,
3: maybe. No? Maybe. I don't really see Ferris Bueller being a fighter. He talks his way out of fights. Oh, I'm not looking at fighters. I'm oh, looking okay. at
2: personalities. Uh, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> I don't know, man. They might laugh him off. Because he's kind of a dullard, and the Undisputed Era aren't really dullards. But that's, that's not bad. I wouldn't say
3: Dirk Diggler is a dullard. He's naive.
2: <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Dirk Diggler can be an Undisputed Era. Um, boy, that's a good question. It is a good question. What about Spicoli? Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont no, high. He's too
3: busy getting high, man.
2: <laughs> um, What about Will Hunting? It's too much of a nerd, huh? Yeah. We need yeah. someone who's smart but likes to fight.
3: Or is cool fighting, at
2: least. Doesn't mind a fight. Well, I mean, isn't Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse? Would he oh, be yeah, the there era? you go. There you go. He's, yeah. too, he's kind of a loner, though. He's too much of a tough. Doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, oh, man. Hmm. Johnny from Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Or Yeah. No, Johnny, that's good. Johnny. That's good. That's really good. That's the best answer yet.
3: (laughs) Kyle Stephen and Kayfabe had a Dakota Kai wrestle in the United Kingdom and U.S. in one day. It's a mess, And then realized he missed post-show, I can't read the rest of the name because it's cut off, Rawgate. That's the answer. It's a mess. Rawgate. Yeah, it is. Rawgate.
2: That is the answer. Uh... Tim Spulak, if you two were in charge of NXT US, what would you change?
3: Not a lot. You would
2: just change the graphics to the latest TakeOver. Oh, yeah. take and Change them back to the old TakeOver graphics. Those are perfect. All right. We'll end with this. James Fletcher, Undertaker's first day working at Burger King. All right. I'm reaching my twilight years, but I want to keep busy. Michelle shoved me out of the house, so I filled out an application for the Burger King, I figure if I'm going to work for any burger joint, it's going to be the King's because he's top. I'm not working for some clown.
3: How Excuse can me, I, sir. How can I help you? I would like two Whoppers, a large fry,
2: and a medium iced tea, please. My God, son, your heart's going to explode if you order all that shit. Get out of here and go vegan. I've got a garden where we grow tofu. It's amazing. What is tofu, anyway? Soybeans. So, oh, nice. It's so I can totally do that. Anyways, (laughs) tofu grows on trees. That'd be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, tuning in. For those who joined us initially for the live stream, so sorry. Yeah. For the, we're probably not going to be able to go live tomorrow either because we've been told there might be internet stuff then. Yeah,
3: we'll 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 hopefully have. We'll know tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah.
2: Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye.
1: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find